chapter number 1. If you are here for the very first time, uh, we are glad to have you. We have been preaching the last three or four weeks on the subject of balance. Balance, deliverance, uh, help, uh, give, giving mercy in the midst of chaos, bringing life into balance, bringing life into order. Uh, how many of y'all know what it's like to, be, to, 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 to have chaos in life? Say amen. Things thrown out of balance, things thrown out of whack and that type of thing. Well, that's what we've been dealing with. And uh, last week, last week we, we talked about priorities, priorities. And, and, and you say, preacher, there's some people that just need some priorities. Everybody has priorities. I don't care who you are. Everybody has priorities. The question is, where are the priorities? What is it? And priorities are just what's important to you. So everybody's got things that's important to them. And, and we said if we could get them right, if we could get our priorities right, if we could get those areas in our life uh, where they need to be, it would help bring balance in our life. Well, there's two basic areas that we need to really talk about. And by the way, uh, <coughs> the, the more I deal with this subject, the more I find that we just need more time to, to deal with it, uh, which is kind of ironic for what we're going to talk about today. Uh, but we're going to take and chip at this a little at a time, a little at a time. Uh, so don't get discouraged if we don't get everything in, in this Sunday. Or We're just going to preach it till God says be done with preaching it. Are you all with me? Say amen. Now, two areas of our life where we really need to prioritize. We really need to, to get these right. Because if we get these right, it will take care of everything else. I, 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 put, on, I put on the computer, I, I posted a, a note, and I said, I need some help, guys. I need some help. I, I want to list, list some areas of our life that brings frustration, areas that are difficult. In other words, I was making a list. What are some things? What are some things that we need to take to God and give to God in our life that seems to burden us down and cause great frustration? I needed seven. I needed seven. And uh, uh, so far this morning, we have 123. I mean, it was bam, bam, bam. I mean, they just kept posting. And it, it, two minutes after I posted it, I was already on number 27. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. I mean, there was, there was comment after comment after comment, and some of them were paragraphs. Are y'all with me? And you know what I was thinking? This is, this is my thought process. Our people are struggling. You have no idea. You have no idea the problems that are sitting beside you. You have no idea the struggles that's going on. You have no idea the bad news that some people have received and they're sitting right beside you in church and they have their church smile on, they have their church dress on or suit on and you think everything's fine and their life is falling apart. I had, I had a, I had a first-time attender come to me in the first service and he brought his brother with him. And, 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 you know, I, I'm trying to be chipper. I'm trying to be uh, upbeat and excited. I, and I was. I mean, I, I'm always excited to see a first-time attender. Never, hey, listen, I never take that for granted. Never take that for granted. Because they could be anywhere else, but they chose to come to Temple. Are you all with me? And, and, and I, I could see their face. And I knew there's something, something wasn't right. And I, I was trying, uh, what's your first? And, and, the, and, and his brother said this. He said, look, we just lost our mom last night. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness. And I just prayed with them. And, I, and I'm thinking, how many people sat all around them and never knew they just lost their mom last night? 
And, 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 and with that being said, with that being said, there's burdens everywhere. And I mean things that are causing pain and anxiety and suffering and hurt. And, and with this that we're talking about today, I, I, I we'll probably just deal with the first one because I don't think we'll have time for the second one. But there's two areas of priority in our lives. If we can get them down, if we can get them right, it will almost take care of all the rest of the 123. The, the area of time and the area of money. Now, now, if we would all be honest, what are, if I was to say, what do you not have enough of? You know what everybody would say? Time and money. Oh, well, preacher, money's not important, money's not important. Try going and buy a hamburger with your looks. You may be pretty, and you may be handsome. You may wink your eye, but you ain't getting a whopper. Say amen. Hey, it takes money to live. It takes money to put gas in the car. It takes money to keep the lights on. Are y'all with me? Hey, it, it is what it is. And if we could get that right, and if we could get the time right, Almost everything else in that list would fall into place. But how do we do that? How do we do that? You know, the Bible says, the Bible says we're to redeem the time. We're to, we're, to, we're to spend our time wisely. And when I was praying about this and I was looking at this, I was saying, Lord, I, you, you don't understand. It's like we're being pulled from every side. And, and God took me over to Mark. And I, I want to... In order to save some time, I want to I want to paraphrase the first part of the chapter and kind of kind of give you what was going on, and and then we'll begin reading, okay? Uh, uh, and, and 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 in verse number nine, in Mark chapter one, verse number nine, Jesus basically begins his ministry. He he is baptized. Uh, uh, you know, John baptizes him. The Spirit of God descends out of heaven in the form of a dove, lights upon him. They hear this voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. I mean, he begins, and immediately the Spirit drives him in the wilderness. And when he's in the wilderness, he's fasting and he's praying and he's being tempted of the devil. And, and, and then he gets victory in the wilderness. And, and then he begins in the next few verses, he begins to teach and preach because John is in prison now. And now he's taking the reins and he's going with it. And he's choosing his disciples. He's choosing his ministry team. He is beginning to build his church. Now he goes into the tabernacle. He goes into the temple to have church. And when he goes into the temple to have church, uh, listen, there, there comes somebody with demons, devils, and he casts them out. It seems like everywhere he turns, there's an issue. All right? It, it, it seems that when as soon as Jesus starts his ministry, he hits the ground running, he's wide open, he is preaching, he is teaching, he is healing, he is choosing his disciples. Now, church is over. Church is over, and they go to Peter's uh, house. Watch this. Look in verse number, uh, verse number 29. Are you there? Say amen. Verse number 29. And forwith, when they were come out of the synagogue, they entered into the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. But Simon's wife's mother lay sick of a fever, and anon they tell him of her. Now, now imagine this. Imagine this. Now, y'all stay with me. I'm not going to be long. I promise this is going to be the shortest message you probably ever hear. Yes. Yes. Uh, here, here's, uh, well, y'all know how that always goes, amen. Uh, I better preface that, amen. Uh, uh, 
here, here, church is over, and it's time to eat. It's time to take a break. It's time to chill out. Are y'all with me? Now, I, if, unless you're a preacher or you, you understand some of this, hey, everywhere Jesus turned, there was somebody clawing at him, needing something, needing something from Jesus. And now church is over. He's supposed to be off the clock. It's time for dinner. Are y'all with me? Guess what? We have another problem. We have another issue. We have another situation. Well, he takes care of that. Now watch what happens. Watch what happens. It says in the next verse, in verse number 32, after he healed her in verse 31, verse 32, and at even when the sun did set, they brought unto him all that were diseased, and them that were possessed with devils, and, and, help me now, and all the city was gathered together at the door. Now imagine that. Man, a brother can't catch a break. The whole city's at the door, needing something from him. Watch, watch. And he healed many that were sick of divers' diseases, and cast out many devils, and suffered not the devils to speak, because they knew him. In other words, in other words, uh, as it got dark, as it got dark, uh, they just keep bringing people. I mean, he's on up into the night, healing, helping, fixing. Now, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. But he's God. I get that. But you got to understand, he's human too. Now, before we go any more into this message, I need you to really grasp that fact that he was human. He was human. He was a baby that needed burping, he was a baby that needed his diaper changed. Y'all with me? Y'all awful quiet this morning. I promise you I'm going somewhere, but I need to set the table. You know, I, 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 I just can't in my head, I can't imagine Jesus having to go to the bathroom. I don't know why. I don't know why that's so hard for me. to. to, to it just, I, it's like he just floated around healing and touching people. You know? No, he was human. There were many times, there were many times in the Bible where the Bible said he was wearied with his journey and he sat thus at a well. There was a time when he had ministered so much and was so exhausted, they had to literally physically carry him, pick him up and carry him into the ship where he just passed out from exhaustion. He was human. When he didn't eat, he got hungry. Listen, when difficult burdens came, he wept. He wept. He howled over Jerusalem. He cried and said, oh, oh, I would, would you understand what I would like to do for you? I would, I would treat you as a mother hen who would gather her chicks, but you would not. His heart was broke. He was human. I know he's God. I know in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. I understand that. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. I understand that. 
I understand Philippians. It says, but let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant, was made in the likeness of man. Are y'all with me? God became man. He was all man. You cut him, he bled. He's human. He experienced life. Deity became humanity. You say, why is that such a big deal? Because watch what happens. In verse number 35. And in the morning. Now this is after a whole day up into the night of ministering and healing. In the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place. And there he prayed. Now watch, 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 watch. And Simon and they that were with him followed after him. And when they had found him, watch this, they said unto him, All men seek for thee. You know what what his little assistants are telling him? You're late for your appointment. Hey, we're getting backed up on our schedule. Chop, chop, let's go, Jesus, let's go. Hey, 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 hey. That's what they're doing. And watch this. I love this. And he said unto them, Let us go into the next town, that I may preach there also. For therefore came I forth. Father, bless your word in Jesus' name. Amen. They said, You're behind schedule. There's some people waiting in line. Hey, there's things you got to do. Let's go, Jesus. You know what Jesus said? Uh uh-uh. uh. He said, no, I've got other places I need to be. Y'all ain't getting it. Hey, think about it. He's human. He's wore out. But he got up early in the morning and he talked to Papa. And Papa gave him the strength and the wisdom to know when to say Yes. You know what he told him? Can't do it. No. No. I've got other things that's more important at the time. Now you say, preacher, why? What, what, what is this? What is the point? I was coming. I was coming. I, I said this morning in the first service. I, I was coming to work this morning. I, this, this, I was coming to church this morning. Amen. And I was thinking about all of those things that were posted on my thing. I mean, and and, and I'm telling you, there were some of them that broke my heart. There were some of them that had, I just had tears in my eyes. And and it's amazing. I'm telling you, I I was blown away at the vulnerability that was experienced. People were being flat out honest. And on some of them, I'm saying, I hope their spouse don't read this. Because it was so real. And it was just there. Preacher, this is why we're hurting. This is what I'm going through. This is what I'm struggling with. And, and, and this is the thing about time. This is the thing about time. Can you see the picture of Jesus everywhere he goes, somebody's clawing at him? Uh, Dave, I, I remember one time, 
I, I didn't say this in the first one, but, but we, were, we were going to Lupe's. I, we, we had talked about it at church, y'all too, and me and Tammy and whatever, and, 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 and we were going to Lupe's. That was like the hangout. Now there's like 13 of them. I mean, you just, but that was the place after a church service, you know, you, uh, whatever, uh, that we went. We liked it. Uh, a quesadilla superior with mushrooms and chicken. Say amen right there. Hallelujah. I have done flung a craving on me. Amen. <laughs> hey, and, and, and we left church. We left church. And I said, we're going over there. We're going to meet y'all. And, and, and when, I pulled into the, when I pulled into the parking lot, actually, Tammy was driving because it was, I believe it was a, after a Sunday night service, and I was just completely, totally exhausted. We pulled into the parking lot, and, and as soon as we pulled in the parking lot, there was like 13 other church cars there. I recognized that. And it was like all of a sudden, I just froze. And, 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 and I said, I don't, I don't want to go in there. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go in there. And she said, it was your idea. Because I love the place. I, love, I, I said, I just, I, and I sat in the car. And I, I, I can remember this to this day. It was, it was like I was still on the clock. Everywhere I go. Preacher, this is, this is, and that, and that, you know, I, I, that's, I, and I'm not saying this for pity or, em, I, 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 that that's, has nothing to do with it. I just want you to know, do you understand what Jesus felt like when everywhere he turned, someone wanted something? They were clawing at him everywhere. I mean, he couldn't even stop to get a sandwich without somebody being sick and needed and I, I, I thought, isn't that life? I mean, how many of y'all can relate to Jesus right here where it seems like it, when you get one problem solved, here comes three more. When you get one issue taken care of, then boom, here's another one. You get this one weed pulled, and the next day, three more pop out the ground. How many of y'all know the, 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 the old saying, I, I, it seems like I take one step forward and two steps. Can anybody relate to this? And this is, what, this is what Jesus did. Jesus didn't say, I quit. Jesus didn't say, I give up. Now, that's what I want to do several times. I, I resign every other Monday. And Tammy makes me come back, amen. Uh, you got to pay for a house, amen. How many times have... Be honest. Come on, guys. It's just, we're family. It's summertime. A lot of us ain't here, so it's just a few of us. Let's be honest, man. How many of y'all just wanted to quit before? I mean, on everything. I'm not talking about ministry. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about everything. Boy, the psalmist said it well, didn't he? He said, if I had wings like a dove, I'd fly away. I'd just get out of here. Let me tell you what Jesus did. Jesus got up. A great while before day and said I need some papa time if I'm ever going to make it if I'm ever going to make it with all of the responsibilities now you got to understand he's having all these people clinging to him knowing he's going to the cross he said if I'm ever gonna make it I'm gonna have to spend some time with my father 
Preacher, what are you saying about time? I'm telling you this. Everybody has the same amount of time. How many, how many hours in a day? How many? All right, for successful people, how many hours are in a day? How many? Okay. Uh, for, for failures, how many hours in a day? Really? You mean successful people have the same amount of hours in a day as failures? Now think about that a minute. So really, it's not more hours that we need. Now watch, I'm going somewhere. I know, I know I'm taking my time, but you got to get this. Every day of our life, we wake up with this on our back. Every day. And how many of y'all know sometimes this can be really difficult? This can be really difficult. Now watch. The Bible says, seek me first, God is saved. Seek first the kingdom of God. Y'all with me? Seek first. Put him first. You got to put him first. It says that we are to redeem the time. It says, teach us to number our days. In other words, our time is very valuable. Our time is precious. Our time is a gift. Do you realize, let, let, me, let me say this before I use this illustration. I, 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 uh, I was, I, I've, been, I've been doing a study and, and, and watching this guy, and he, and he told about a friend of his <clears throat> that interviewed uh, several, several people over 100 years old. Several of them. Now, you can imagine what you've seen if you've been on this planet 100 years. Now, can you imagine, can you imagine what some of these 100-year-old folks are doing right now? They're probably nauseated as what's going on in our world right now. But he asked them, he talked to them, and, he, and he, he, he interviewed them, and he said there was something that was in common with all of them, every one of them. Basically two things. All of them said, every single one of them. He said, first, he said, we all overemphasize our accomplishments. In other words, we make such a big deal at stuff we get accomplished. And the longer you live in life, you realize it ain't that big a deal. And then this is the sad part. And he said, and we underestimate the value of family and relationships. Now think about that. I have been at several people's deathbeds. Several. I've never had one say, boy, if I could just, if I could just catch one more big fish, if I could just win one more gold medal, if I could just spend one more day at work, man, if I could just play one more round of golf. But I'm telling you, I have talked to hundreds that said, I wish I could just have one more day with my family. Now, let's think about it a minute. I don't want to cry fest or nothing like that or get to, we got to stay, you know. But think about how many people you know in heaven right now I think you just get one more day with. Just one more day. You know what a day is made of? Time. And it's precious. And it's a gift. And here's, here's the point. Jesus knew he only had so many hours in the day. That's why he said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day, for the night cometh. You know what Jesus said? I am very limited in my 
my time. So what did he do? If we have to do this, we have to do this. If we have to do this, we have to do this. We, 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 how, do we, how do we work this out? All right? Where's my... Come on, volunteer. You got it. <clears throat> Come on, my man. He, he's walking crooked because we weighed him down this morning. Amen. All right. Put that on there. Put that on there. All right. Everybody goes through life. Everybody goes through life. Just like my man. And, and, and let's go by the list. How many of you, how many of you, what's that say? Everybody say it? How many of y'all believe that's a big rock in your life? All right. All right, so we'll set that down in here. All right, that's rough, man. He's got to carry finances. And, 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 then, and then how about this? We, we, we go to the doctor and we find out something's wrong. Something's wrong. So guess what? We just put that in the in the bag. We we gotta carry that in life. And you good, brother? You good? You good? All right, all right. How about how about relationships? Relationships. Dealing with dealing with issues. Sometimes folks are hard to get along with. Y'all with me? What do we do? We just we just put it in the bag. Just put it in the bag. Put it in the bag. Oh, mercy. How about that? Children. Woo. Problems. It could be wayward children. It could be children that are having issues. It could be worrying about whether children are going to make it to heaven. You know, the soberest day of my life is the day I was holding Jordan when she was a little old bitty baby. She wasn't bigger than this rock. And the, and, the, and the thought crossed my mind that she could go to hell. She's a human being with a soul. And one day, because of a decision she makes, she's either going to go to heaven or hell. Scariest day of my life. And it was like God said, what are you going to do to make sure she goes to heaven? Well, that's something we carry. Amen, parents? Just burdening, burdening, burdening. Work! How I many of y'all have problems at work? Come on, be honest. Be honest. You can raise your hand if your boss ain't here. All right. All right. My man's getting shaky back here. Oh, boy. Vices. Vices. How I many of y'all, we've got things we wish we could quit? Don't name them, just vices. Y'all with me? Oh, my goodness. Every day of our life, we're carrying these <clears throat> expectations. This is big. In other words, you're carrying around what everybody else expects out of you. So you just throw it in the pile. You know what? That gets heavy. Can't move. Can't go. We get paralyzed. And we carry it. We do it ourselves. We do it on our own. We try to figure it out. We try to work it out. We try to, and you know what eventually it does? It just does what? It drives us to our knees. Our knees, it drives us to our knees. There we go. Like I said, expectations, amen? How, how many can relate to my man? 
You go to bed thinking about it. You wake up thinking about it. You go to bed with what the doctor said. You wake up with what the doctor said. And you spend your life trying to carry it, trying to fix it, trying to solve it. And we put on a fake smile and come to church because we don't want anybody to think we got a problem. And on the way to church this morning, this literally happened. On the way to church this morning, I said, Lord, look at the stuff. Look at the stuff. Look at the things people are praying about. Looking at the things that people are burdened with. Look at the things people are struggling with. And I could imagine, I could imagine when people were typing those things out, there was probably tears dripping on the keyboard. Because this stuff was real. And, and I, said, I said, Lord, look. And this is what he said. This is his word. If you don't get none of the message, if you don't get none of the message, get the word God gave me this morning. I said, God, look what they're carrying. You good? All right, to the point, he says. Look. I said, Lord, look what they're carrying. And this is what he said. This is what God said. Yeah. I was wondering, why are they carrying that? Does the Bible not say, cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee? So what does my brother do? this burden down, he starts to pray. He comes to God first. Jesus went to his father first. Before he tackled a problem, he went to God first. Bring your burdens to the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. Look at there. How you feel, my brother? Oh, I'm good. You're good. Now, how many of y'all want to go through life like that or like this? Well, that doesn't work that way. Really? What's the Bible say? Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. Now, watch what we do. Set that down if it don't tear up the floor here. That's going to kill me. <clears throat> Let's take one out of here. Let's just take this one for example. You know what we'll do with Jesus? We're, we'll carry the bag. Then when Jesus comes to help us, this is what we'll do. You can take that one. But we got... Well, maybe, 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 you know, maybe you can take, you can take the work one. Take, you can take that one, but, but I... You know what Jesus said? Give me it all. Give me it all. If it burdens you, I want it. If, it. if it breaks you, I want it. If you struggle with it, I want it. You got Bible for that? Absolutely. Cast, listen, it's <laughs> casting all your care upon the Lord, for he careth for you. The first word, care, casting all your care, that word means literally means distractions distresses 
disturbance, whatever it is that breaks you, whatever it is that bothers you, whatever it is that's stressing you out, God said, give it to me. And the word cast there means to throw off, and it's two-part. You've got to get the second part. Throw off and let go. But we don't do that. We will come to the altar, and we will carry our backpack, and we will say, God, I've got this. God, I've got that. God, I've got this. God, I've got that. And then carry it right back to our chair. And he says, let it go. He says, because he careth for you. The second word, careth, this is what it literally means. It matters to him. Aren't you glad? It matters to him if you're sad. It matters to him if you're broken. It matters to him if you're sick. It matters to him if you're needy. It matters to him if you're hurting. It matters to him no matter what you're going through. It matters to him. And he said, give it to me. Before you try to solve your problem, before you carry your burden, let's go to the Lord. Let's get up early and say, God, here I am. Here's my list. I need some help. But we don't. We just try to carry it. We try to, we try to put on a good face. And God said, why are you carrying? I'm telling you, it's just as plain as day. God said to me on my way to uh, churches, he said, yeah, why are they carrying that stuff? Your heavenly Father wants you to come and give him your burden. He's not going to take it. You've got to let it go. Listen, I, I, I know this is, this is a weak illustration, but my point is, what are you carrying? What did you bring with you this morning? What, 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 what was the first thought that went through your head when you got out of bed? What was the first thought that went through your head when you got in bed last night? Is it a, is it a burden? Is it a, is it a problem? Is it a bill? Is it a need? Is it a doctor's visit? Is it a child that's gone wayward? You know what Jesus is saying? I can, I can, I can handle it. But you've got to bring it to him. You say, what does this have to do with time? Because we try to get done all this stuff in our schedule. And, and here's, here's another thing. Here's another thing. This is a thought that ran through my head this week. And, 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 and boy, it's so true. If we don't put God first, he's usually last. If we don't get put, put God first in our schedule, guess what we try to do? It gets filled up with junk. And maybe at the end of the day, we may talk to him a little bit. What happens with our finances? If we don't put him first, guess what? He's usually last. If there's something left over, we will. And God says, please, put me first. Come to me. If you, if you posted something on that list yesterday, here's what I want you to do. As every head's bowed and every eye closed, I want you to come bring that to Jesus right now. I want you to step out of your pew right now and bring that list. What is it that breaks you? What is it that frustrates you? What is it that's hurting you right now? What is it that you're struggling with? What is it that's hurting you? I want you to come right now. Find a place in this altar. Let's give it to him. Let's let it go. We're not just going to whine about it. We're not just going to complain about it. We're not just going to tell God that we have this issue. We're going to give it to him.
We're going to give it to him. I want you to come. I want you to come. And I want you to give it to him. I want you to let it go. Finally, let it go. And say, God, I can't carry this anymore. I can't carry this anymore. Come on. Come and give God an opportunity to take it. He's not going to snatch it. He's not going to jerk it. You've got to give it to him. Would you give God an opportunity to help you today as we pray? Father, I pray in Jesus' name right now. Lord, that you'll be with all those that come to this altar. I pray, God, that you'll please. I pray that you'll please move and touch and help. God, I pray that you'll, Lord, give what's needed and what's necessary. And, Lord, your house today. Lord, there's so many that's broken. There's so many that's needy. There's so many that's hurting. God, I pray right now that they can let it go and say, God, help me. Help me through my valley. Help me through my burden. I can't carry this anymore. God, I want to give it to you. God, I pray that your perfect will be done. God, we'll thank you and praise you for all that you do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. We're going to sing a verse of invitation. I want you to come. I want you to come as those are praying. You take all the time you need to pray. If you need to come, the song says, tell it to Jesus as we sing. As we sing. I must tell Jesus. God is speaking to your heart and you have a burden.